Hi, everyone, and welcome to Terror Shrink podcast created by me, Natalia. I am a psychologist who loves anything tarot and oracle cards related as a way to help us work on our self-development, work on our self-growth, dive deep within ourselves, all in an attempt to learn more about who we are as individuals. Some of you may know me from my YouTube by the same name, Terror Shrink, or my Instagram, also <laughs> Terror Shrink. So if you know me, welcome. And thank you for tuning in the second episode of my podcast. I'm filming this podcast on Sunday on a very nice sunny day in Los Angeles, which while being very nice, drives me absolutely nuts because <laughs> I'm getting to a point in my life where I really miss seasonal changes and it feels it it feels really out of sync when there's 80 degrees outside on November 5th. <laughs> so the topic that I want to dive into today is the topic that I recently briefly talked about with a friend of mine. And after we talked, it stayed on my mind for a few days. And it stayed on my mind to such an extent that I started to self-reflect on this particular topic. And I found it very interesting. And I was able to introspect and learn things about myself that I found to be illuminating. And I think it's going to be relevant to a lot of you because I noticed that people who love tarot also love books. At least a lot of people do. And I noticed that there is a tendency in tarot community for a lot of people to get just a little bit overwhelmed with everything, not just the number of tarot decks we have, but with a lot of tarot content coming out. And you really name it, even with world affairs. I think that people who are into tarot tend to be, in my opinion, a little bit more on a on a feeling spectrum, right? So if we were to look the, at individual functions, the two primary ones would be thinking and feeling. I tend to be more thinking oriented and feeling is my more inferior function. But I think a lot of people who are in the tarot are primarily feeling oriented, which is a wonderful thing. And as a result, you can get depleted emotionally and exhausted quicker than anyone else. And I noticed this in myself as I become more feeling oriented over the years. That with that depletion comes a need 
for time alone. So the topic today is what happens when solitude with tarot and books turns into isolation. For starters, when I talked about this topic with a friend, I realized that solitude and isolation are not one and the same. Solitude is a time of being alone. It's a time of withdrawing from the world in order to recharge, recuperate. Maybe it's even a time to just introspect and go deep within. In terror, we often say hermit mode. A hermit card is an excellent archetype to represent solitude. And solitude is really essential, especially in today's day and age, with so much information and technology and stimulation all being thrown at us at once. I think everybody can benefit from solitude. Isolation, on the other hand, is something that we do or in a way have to do when we're just burned out, we're just exhausted, we're depleted, our tolerance is down, we can't tolerate people anymore, we can't tolerate information anymore, we can't tolerate social media anymore, we can't tolerate another YouTube channel anymore. It's Isolation is more of a willful act, but it's an act that happens after you hit that burnout. When you're just saying, that's it, I just need to cut everybody off my life right now, and I just need to retrieve and go away. So there are two different things. But what happens when we start with solitude and then it turns into isolation? And how does it happen that it turns into isolation? And what do I mean by all of this? Well, let me share my personal story because as I was reflecting on this, for me personally, I have a tendency to isolate it. Well, let me rephrase it because at the time, I would see it as solitude. I have a tendency to seek solitude for a month, two months, sometimes up to three months. And those of you who've been following me over the years on social media know this about me. I can disappear from social media completely and then months later reappear. And the interesting thing is that there's a story that I sold myself, that I told myself and then ended up selling myself on about solitude and what it is that I was doing to myself. And I encourage for you to think whether you're doing the same thing to yourself. Because you see, we are the best 
salespeople to ourselves. We can sell ourselves anything and everything under the sun. My friend Kasia always says that I can sell ice to Eskimo. <laughs> Have you heard of that expression? Selling ice to Eskimo who don't even need ice to begin with. Well, the truth is, I became not only that Eskimo buying the ice, but I became that salesperson who was selling the ice to myself in a form of a story. And the story went something like this. Nat, you need solitude. You're introverted. And as an introverted person, you really need to spend time alone. You really need to read all of these books to the church. You really need to withdraw with your tarot cards and just be alone away from people and shut friends and other people out of your life temporarily because you really need this energy boost. And you need this energy boost, Nat, because you're also a Scorpio. And Scorpio are very, tend to be, can be withdrawn and introverted people. And look, Nat, you are already losing tolerance for a lot of people. So you really need your solitude to protect yourself from others. All of these people in your chat box and other people who try to make connection with you and reaching out or sharing things or trying to really be part of community are overwhelming you and you're trying to protect yourself from them by engaging in solitude. This is the story, my friends, I was selling myself on. This is the ice that I was selling myself that I did not need. And the longer I was telling myself the story, the longer I kept myself in solitude, which inevitably, if it's long enough, always turns into isolation. So here I was, with all the ice I bought, all of the stories that I got sold on, that again, me, my own salesman, sitting on this huge block of ice, in a form of a couch, reading these piles of solid icy books, essentially being in an icy cold frozen castle, all the while telling myself that I am protecting myself from the world because it's too much, protecting myself from all these people because it's too much. And in reality, what was happening to me is that my solitude have turned into isolation and my isolation has turned onto myself. And 
when we withdraw from other people for a long time, when we isolate for a long period of time, telling ourselves bullshit stories why we're isolating, thinking we're going inwards when we're not. What happens is we lose connection to the world and connection to other human beings. Most importantly, when we isolate to such extent, we miss relatedness toward others. When we don't hear what others have to share or see what others have to create, we can't empathize, we can't understand, and we can't ultimately care for other people. We become completely detached from the world. So here I was thinking I was protecting myself from everybody else. When in reality, the isolation has made me so detached from everybody else. That to be honest, everybody else needed protection for me. Because in the midst of my isolation, when people would reach out, my tolerance would be so low. I would be so annoyed with people, what I perceived bothering me. And it became, I want to say painful, but it became very twisted scenario where I would think I'm liberating myself, but instead I ended up caging myself from everybody else. And it wasn't until I came back on social media and YouTube and started sharing and connecting and connecting even more with everybody else that I realized that my tolerance and empathy goes up when I'm able to relate and share because I can understand and I can see how there is a unifying threat for all of us and Solitude in certain quantities is a very essential self-care. Don't get me wrong. But I have a feeling that a lot of us start with solitude like I did. With our tools, tarot and books. And then we start selling ourselves a story that is just not true. And before we know it, we're isolating from everybody else. And the more we're isolated, the more wall goes up. Our protective wall where we either become scared of being vulnerable again, or we become scared of sharing ourselves with others again, or we sell ourselves another block of ice we don't need in the form of a new story that I don't need people in my life. I don't need anybody. I just need myself. I just need my tarot decks. And I just need my books. I think this is the biggest story we sell ourselves. 
that I just need my tarot decks and my books because they don't talk back to me, they don't argue, they're always there, they're nice to use, they're silent, but not so silent, friends. And that becomes a lonely existence. For me, that's turned into lonely existence. And it made me realize that a fine line between solitude and isolation has got blurred. And that's not a way to live. And I wonder how many other people do that. I think tarot use and tarot practice can be such a lonely experience. Using tarot for yourself is in of itself already a solitude practice, right? And even if you read for others, it's still, when you read for yourself, a solitary exercise. And that takes you down to that slippery slope of suddenly becoming complete isolation from everybody else. A slippery slope down the line into the frozen castle sitting again on the block of ice in the form of a couch that you sold yourself. I definitely did sell this to myself. And the longer I sat on that couch, the quicker my heart froze too. It almost sounds like I'm retelling a mythological story with a dash of warning. <laughs> Don't go down the path. Remember what happened to Nat sitting on an ice block of couch, isolating. But it is true. And I think it's a compelling story. And it definitely taught me a valuable lesson that even though I get overwhelmed with social interactions, there's a way to balance things. And the reality is that none of us exist in a vacuum. And especially today with the way we're all connected. The connective web between all of us is ever more present. Just thinking about how I came on Terra YouTube about seven or eight years ago. And I have met amazing people all over the world. One of my really, really close friends, Kasia, lives in Poland. We have never met. And <laughs> I really hope that's not going to be a statement soon. I really hope that's not going to be a statement soon. So I met some amazing people who became friends. Victoria, who actually lives six hours from me. Victoria, if you're listening... Six hours. That's a nice car drive. <laughs> so there is a way to connect today that doesn't require much and is so heartfelt. And there's also a way to completely disconnect that also doesn't require much. 
but ends up taking so much more away from you. I'd be curious to know if anybody else crossed that line between solitude turning into isolation. Maybe listening to me right now, you realize that while you've been telling yourself that you're spending time alone, you have already slipped into isolation. And maybe you're realizing how lonely that is. I realized recently that I'm actually not that introverted. <laughs> Some of you who may have probably seen the increase of social media from me on Instagram, probably shaking your head right now thinking, yeah, it's pretty obvious you're not that introverted. And, you know, that's my Leo ascendant leading there. But for years, I told myself, I don't need people. The truth is, yeah, I do. We all do. Each one of us needs someone. Even if that someone is far away on a completely opposite end of this world. So let me know where you're at. Solitude, isolation, selling ice to yourself in a Palmer package story. What's happening to you right now? I'd be very curious to know. And if you are isolating, I hope you'll reflect and change your course. And if you're planning on taking the time for yourself, I hope you reflect and don't stay in solitude too long. Um, I suddenly feel somehow as if something heavy has been lifted off my chest and perhaps it's because this podcasts are drawing a lot of honest reflections and transparency out of me and I'm not accustomed to that I'm not accustomed to that so on that note I wish you all a wonderful Sunday although you will be listening to this podcast on Thursday have a great day and I'll talk to you all in my next episode bye